Isaiah 16 and verse 18. When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up once more, for he has told me all his heart. So the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought money in their hand. Then she lulled him to sleep on her knees and called for a man and had him shave off the seven locks of Samson's head. Then she began to torment him, and his strength left him. And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Then the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze fellers. He became a grinder in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaven. Look toward your neighbor and say, God is not through with you yet. You may take your seats in the house of the Lord. We're going to study today a very, very familiar story. It is interesting to note that in many ways the story of Samson's life parallels the story of the human race. Number one, Samson was endowed with amazing personal powers and he was given a special relationship with the Lord. And in the same way, Adam and humanity were given control of all the earth and they were endowed with amazing special powers. God gave him control and he established a relationship of love and fellowship with all God, with our God. Then number two, like Samson, Adam allowed himself to be tricked into losing both his amazing capacities and powers and into losing his relationship with God. Mankind started out in relationship and in favor with God, but we lost it because of sin. Then also, as Samson was humiliated and afflicted after he lost his strength, so were humanity humiliated and afflicted after we lost our relationship with God. We became slaves to sin and lost capacities that were unregainable on the earth. But God returned to Samson and gave Samson another chance. And in the same sense, God retained, returned to humanity in Jesus Christ and gave us another chance. Aren't you glad that God gave us another chance? I said that Samson was a very special person. And as you read the word, you see how special Samson really was. He was special in his birth. 
His mother had been barren and could not bring forth children. But the angel of the Lord appeared and said, in your old age, you're going to have a son. He's going to be a special person. Special in his birth, but special in the significance of his birth. Because an angel announced the birth of Samson. And an angel prophesied that he was not to partake of strong drink, not drink wine or any alcoholic strong drink. That's good advice for today. Uh, amen? Some folk feel like it's all right to drink all the wine you want, but it's not all right. The angel also prophesied that Samson was never to have his hair cut and that his obedience in not allowing his hair to be cut would assure him of his relationship with God, God's help and God's power upon him. Next, Samson had been appointed by God to begin to deliver Israel from bondage and from affliction under their enemies, the Philistines. And it may be that Samson would have been able to complete the job if he had not failed God and turned his heart away from the Lord. So Samson was special. He had special powers. He killed a lion with his bare hands. He captured 300 foxes. He carried the gates of the city that were made weighed tons of weight, carried them to the top of the hill by himself. Samson single-handedly killed a thousand of the enemy that came against them. Look toward your neighbor and say, Samson was special. I want you to know today, you may not be like Samson, but you are special in the eyes of the Lord. You are unique. There are capacities and abilities that the Lord has placed in you that he's not placed in anybody else on the earth. Not only that, you're special because God has a special plan for your life. And you have a mission that is yours alone that God wants you to pursue, that he wants you to perform. Samson was a special person. And I think we'll agree, Samson was special, amen? But he had special gifts, and he also had special weaknesses. Many people are unusually gifted, but they have a weakness. Here's a person with a great talent, but there's a weakness. There's a weakness for alcohol. There's a weakness for gambling. There's a weakness for perverted sex. There's a weakness because there's a bad temper. There's a lack of discipline. Well, Simpson had a weakness, and he had a weakness for women. Now, don't get me wrong. Interest in the opposite sex is beautiful, normal, and approved by God. But there is a difference between interest in and a weakness for. One of the best things God ever said was that man is lonely. I'm going to make a helpmate. I'm going to make a woman for him. It's not good that he should be by himself. Those are some of the best words the Lord ever said. But in order for this to work, 
in order for relationships between men and women to work, you've got to be good and nice. Look at your neighbor and say, it won't work if you are not good and if you are not nice. Some people just can't get along with the opposite sex because they're all messed up in their minds. They don't act right. They don't talk right. They don't think right. They won't live right. They won't work right. They won't save right. They won't spend right. But listen, no person of the opposite sex can get your life in order. You've got to do that yourself. Don't invite somebody else into your life to share your misery if your life is not in order. But then you've got to find a person who is good and nice. And only God can make people good and make people nice. Some people have a gift of getting mixed up and getting involved with walking disasters. Can I get a witness in this place? Have any of you have ever gotten mixed up with a walking disaster? Mm -hmm. If there's an oddball, if there's a kook, if there's a nut around, you can be sure that that's the one they will select. That's the one they will choose. But you know, it's better to be by yourself. Lord, help me preach today. Better to be by yourself than to be tied up with a nut. It'd be hard enough to get along with the best person you can find, let alone trying to get along with and refine and rehabilitate somebody. Well, I feel sorry for him. I want to help him. Help him, but don't marry him. Feel sorry for him, but don't marry him. But I want to marry somebody that nobody else will want. I'm looking, I'm trying to find somebody that's popular, somebody that's respected and into men. Well, no, you just leave that alone because everybody can be wrong and he might not be right for you. But listen, do the best you can and then live with and love that one. Do you hear what I'm saying? Not that 15, that one. Samson had a weakness. And his weakness was for women, the wrong kind of women. Can I preach today? Of the three women that Samson was involved with, two of them were prostitutes. And the third may have been a prostitute. Listen, if a person really changes, no matter what they have been, they can be the best person when God gets through with them on the face of the earth. But listen, if they don't change, and if they are the wrong kind of person, there's nothing that you can do to make them what they ought to be. None of these three women really love Samson. None of them cared anything about him. And all of them collaborated with Samson's enemies. And they betrayed Samson. That the Bible is right when it says, in 2 Corinthians 6 and 14, and be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Listen, if you love the Lord, try to find somebody else who loves the Lord just like you do. Select somebody who feels about life the same way you feel about life. But somebody and some people just don't want anybody nice. 
I don't want anybody square, they say. I don't want anybody who doesn't have any knowledge, any experience. Well, listen, some of these folk have some experience that will make them a nightmare in your life. Samson loved his enemies' women. He would love and pass by all the young women of God, and then he would court women who despised him and who would betray him. Listen, our adversaries will use our weakness against us and to destroy us. The devil will use your weakness to destroy you. And so in Judges 16 and 2, Samson's enemies waited near the woman's house to kill him. But though they were waiting to kill Samson, though they were conspiring to destroy him, God was not through with him yet. Be careful about trying to kill folk. I know you think you've got the goods on them. I know you think they're wrong. I know what you think they deserve. I know what people are saying. But while everybody is talking about them, they may be on their knees crying out to God for deliverance. Don't you kill them because God may just have forgiven them. And if God is forgiving them and blessing them, and you're kind of trying to kill them, you'll find yourself fighting against God. And you don't want to fight against God. But the trouble with Samson, was not only that Samson had a weakness, but his weakness became a habit. Look at your neighbor and say, don't let your weakness become a habit. God may bless you for a while with your weakness. God may forgive you and restore you with your weakness, but don't make your weakness a habit. Never stop fighting against wrong and never stop fighting against sin. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, don't let your weakness become a habit. Never stop fighting against wrong and never stop fighting against sin. I can't get nobody to help me today. Delilah pestered Samson and harassed Samson until he told her his secret. And I want you to know that you've got to be careful whom you confide in. You can't trust everybody. You can't let everybody hear your secret and give you advice. The only thing that really preserves you and the only thing that really protects you is your relationship with the Lord, your obedience to God, your consecration to the will of God. Am I telling the truth today? Is anybody hearing me talk tonight? You live under a, vine, a divine veto. You are a child of God. And God has a purpose for your life. And because God has a purpose for your life, you can't live like other folk live. And you can't walk in the same direction that other folk are walking in. God has a veto over your life. And God has to have the last word regarding what you do and how you live. Look over at your neighbor and say, hey neighbor, God must have the last word on what you do and how you live because you are special in the eyes of God. Lord, help me to preach today. Hallelujah. 
When you lose your consecration and lose your relationship to God, you may shake and you may dance, but the power is going to be gone. The Bible says you are not your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you belong to God and you've got to live for God's glory. Other folk can do what they want to do, but they're not special like you. Since God has made you special, others can, but you can't. And God said, come out from among them and be holy and righteous and live according to my will and I will receive you follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord God sees and God knows and you may get by but you can't get away you may succeed but not for long the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. Tell your neighbor the safest place in the whole world is in the will of God. So Samson laid his head on the wrong lap. He told her all of his secrets and then he went to sleep. And while Samson was sleeping, she called in Samson's enemies and they came in and shaved his head. They cut off down, cut off all of his hair. He found himself with a very symbol of his power, snatched away from him. He said, I'll rise up as I've done before, and I'll shake myself. But Samson rose up and shook himself, but his power was gone. He found himself stripped, stripped of his dignity stripped of his pride stripped of his respect listen you can get a haircut and still have power but Samson could not get a haircut and still have his power that means to me that you've got to do what you've got to do to make it into the kingdom your life is special in the eyes of God and God has a plan just for you and you've got to follow God's plan and say, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I'm the clay. Mold me and make me after your will. While I'm waiting, yielded and still. Your personal yes, Lord, is the key to your destiny. Whatever others may do, you've got a special world to walk and your yes to God is the key to your success. But God was not through with Samson yet. The Bible says while he was laboring, grinding meal for the Philistines, they blinded his eyes. They made him a slave. And day by day, all he did was work at the meal, grinding flour and grinding meal at the Philistines' meal, but God was not through with him yet. I don't know about you. I don't know what the nature of your life is. It might be rough. It might be tough. 
You might be at a low place and struggling just to survive. But I've come by to tell you that God is not through with you yet. Look over at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it might be rough for you, but the Lord told me to tell you that God is not through with you yet. Tell your neighbor it's not over. It's not over until God says it's over. It's a shame to see a noble spirit down in the pits. It's a shame to see someone who was voted most likely to succeed, to have life falling apart. But don't judge them where they are right now because God is not through with you yet. God was not through with Samson. And the Bible says, how be it the hair of his head began to grow again while he was working his hair was growing while he was working he was crying out to God while he was working he was repenting for his sins listen if things are going wrong check your life and repent unto God Lord you know all about me Lord you know everything I am, everything I've done, everywhere I go. Lord, if I've done anything to hurt you, if I've disobeyed your will, I'm sorry and forgive me one more time. Raise that hand and say, Lord, if I've done anything that might displease you, forgive me and give me one more chance. Clap your hands and give praise to God. I've got to stop. I've got to stop. Samson cried unto the Lord and said, Lord, just one more time. We are in the realm of one more time. I've just come to tell you your hair is going back. Come on, tell your neighbor your hair is going back. Yes, you let God down. Yes, you disobeyed God. Yes, you walked in your own way, but your hair is growing back and God is not through with you yet. God showed up in that place where Samson had been grinding meal. The Philistines were making fun of him. They were talking about him. But his hair had grown back. Said to a young man, lead me to the support columns that support this building. God will make me more mighty in my death than even in my life. Samson brought down the enemy because he wrapped his hands around the support columns of the building where they were standing. And he bowed down on his knees. I said he grabbed the columns and he bowed down. And as he bowed down, he brought down the whole building and thousands of the enemy were destroyed. Great things happen when a saint bows down before the Lord. Child of God, I've just come to tell you, it's not over yet. Tell your neighbor it's not over. 
yet the devil may tell you you've been defeated you're going to be destroyed you're not going to make it but God says I'm still in your life I'm still standing on your behalf it's not over yet your hair is growing back if your hair is growing back you've got something to praise God for bless the Lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name if you have a weakness turn it over to God if there's a failure turn it over to God he's not through with you yet you can cry out for another chance father I stretch my hand to thee none other help I know Lord show up I'll go higher show up I'll be healed show up I'll be delivered would you help me praise him praise him praise him when God started to work in your life God started for good God did not come into your life to leave you alone but he came in to take you all the way into your destiny being confident of this very thing that he who hath begun a good work in you shall perform it to the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, God's purpose is still the same. God has not changed. He will carry you all the way into your destiny. Come on and praise him because he's not through. He's not through. He's not through. It is God that works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. God did not cause you to will to do right without giving you the do, the right, the power to do his will. If God blesses you to want it, God will help you to do it. Come on, tell your neighbor, if God bless you to want to do his will, he'll give you power, you shall receive the Holy Ghost is come upon you. I've got to stop. But the psalmist said, mine eyes are ever toward the Lord. He shall take my feet out of the net. You might feel like you're in a net. You're in a backward situation. But keep on trusting in God. I see you're going higher. I see you're going higher. Come on, tell your neighbor, neighbor. I see you're going higher than you've ever gone before. God is not through with you yet. I see you stepping out of the net. I see chains falling from your shoulders. I see you rising up in the power of God higher than you've ever gone before. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, don't give up on me.
Stand up, stand up, stand up, everybody. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Tell three people it's not over yet. Not over yet. Not over yet. I'm pressing higher every day. I'm stepping out on God's promise. God is still blessing me. I see me in the future. And I look much better than I look right now. Neighbor, tell your neighbor, I see me in the future. And I look much better than I look right now. Why don't you praise him? Tell your neighbor my chains are falling off. Tell your neighbor my chains are falling off. Tell your neighbor I'm getting up out of the net. Tell your neighbor God still has more for me to do. God is not through with me yet. Tell God yes, yes, yes to your word. step out and come to the altar for a minute. You need a blessing from the Lord. You want to get back in touch with God. You want God to take it to the next level. You want to praise God for this message that he's not through with you yet. You feel you need a blessing, a miracle from God. Make your way to the altar. Step out and come forward. All right now. God said, Come on, step out, come down. Oh, oh, oh. 